Let us help you discover the keys to success, the keys to success in your internet marketing. WebmasterRadio.fm presents Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, CertifiedKnowledge.org. Overcome the trials and tribulations of the past and let Marketing Nirvana revolutionize your revenue stream and ROI. Prepare to experience Marketing Nirvana right now. Hello, listeners. Welcome to Marketing Nirvana. I'm your host, Brad Gaddis, the founder of Surfer Knowledge. We're a marketing training and tool set company designed to save you money with our tools and educate you how to do PPC with our videos. On this show, we investigate various ways in which your marketing efforts can reach a state of nirvana. You can find other show notes and information about our guests on certifiedknowledge.org. Now, in our last episode, we really got into a, a lot of the basics of Bing and, and some of the differences um, between AdWords, from query volume to unique users to ad extensions, keywords, so forth. So if you're working with Bing and haven't listened to that, I encourage you to listen to our last show. Um, but our guest on that show was John Gagnon, who is the Microsoft uh, Bing Ads evangelist, who is back again to walk us through some more advanced things with Bing. So thanks, John, for joining us for another show. Thanks, Brad, for having me. So, so last week we got in, we covered some of the basics, and so let's get into some of the more advanced stuff that that's possible. Um, one of the interesting things that that you launched this way before Google did, and can be kind of complex to understand and work with, is params. Can you explain to us what params are and, and some ways of thinking about this from a user standpoint? Yeah, you know, params are it, it's one of those. Uh, one of those pieces of search marketing that once you figure out, there's it can do so much. It's kind of like a Swiss, Swiss Army knife of ad copy. Um, you know, traditionally you have dynamics, dynamic, uh, dynamic keyword insertion, and so we're all used to that. But one of the things that you can do with params is it doesn't actually have to be the keyword. So for each keyword that you have in your account, you can actually specify whatever piece that you want to dynamically insert into an ad. And so that's a little vague, but you can think about it this way. Maybe in an ad group you had um, a couple of different products. You had boots and jackets, which, hey, you know, I wouldn't say, especially for you advanced guys out there, I wouldn't recommend it. But if you did, what you might have is uh, a special deal for 15% off of boots and then 30% off of jackets. Well, so then you can actually use param as far as param and then percent off. And what we would do is insert in the value that discount that you had for that specific product for that specific keyword instead of uh, just putting in, like, let's say, the keyword value. Uh, so that's one way to use it. Another way is, uh, let's say, even for dynamic keyword insertion, just a, a plain old misspelling, you want to correct it. So there's a lot of different flexibilities uh, in ways to use params. Um, and I've seen some crazy things. People actually will just straight up use uh, multiple um, ad, like just try different ads. So their ads will just be param one or param two and param three, and they'll just try different titles and descriptions based off the params. Yep, and and, and actually uh, something that so every once in a while I'll see DKI dynamic keyword insertion used with like eight, nine, ten character words, which is just a useless headline, right? So even just kind of looking at if you're going to use DKI, look at your really short words and write something more descriptive. 
Um, now you said two and three explicitly, so there's a param one, um, which is only for the URLs, correct? Yes, it has a much longer character limit, so it's uh, it's definitely for destination URLs. Okay, so that's to do keyword level destination URLs, pretty much. Yes. Okay. So when when you think of params, these are essentially like right placeholders, right, for the ads. Is there? So you you mentioned a few case scenarios. You said some crazy uses. Uh, have you seen any other uses that our advanced users could may might be a little eye opening for them to think about? Uh, I think the biggest thing is for a specific keyword in an ad group, you can just customize an ad title completely uh, because sometimes when you have some either a longer or shorter words, you might want to use the space differently. So if you had, um, let's say, an eight-character word and um, uh, just like deals uh, following, uh, deals on, and then it would be the keyword. Well, if it's a, you're not using as much of that space, especially if it, let's, let's say, Ugg Boots. Uh, and so you could customize a complete ad title using the parameter, knowing that, hey, I have all this extra space to, to work with and say uh, special deals or 15% off of and then Ugg Boots in the, in the ad title. And so that, that's where you start to see some creativity really pop. Which is which is great because at the end the ads what matters the keyword just makes an ad show. So yeah. speaking of where ads show, everyone's either favorite or most hated topic is quality score. So <laughs> how does Bing quality score work? Yeah, you know, our quality score works very similar to to Google's, but what we really try to do is to give you let's say, a benchmark of how you're doing against your competitors. Because ultimately, in an auction scenario that search is uh, on all engines, there's uh, two two really big components, and, and that's going to be your bid, uh, and that's going to be your click-through rate. And so we want to make sure, of course, that your landing page is great, that you're not misleading users, and, and that people are actually engaging and not bouncing back and doing all that good stuff. So we make sure to take a look at that, and that's where you're seeing a lot of the user experience and, and landing page relevance components of, of your scores. But really, the, the main piece for us to look at is going to be this uh, click-through rate benchmark, uh, and that's the keyword relevance component of your quality score. And that is one of the biggest factors for you to figure out what your CPC is going to be. Is it going to be higher or lower? for any given spot. And, and so just to clarify first off, the quality score information is relative to other advertisers or it's absolute in itself? Well, so it's funny, Brad. It's like yes and yes. Uh, yes to both. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, there, there are a couple different pieces uh, uh, of quality score that you're going to want to take a look at. Um, so the keyword relevance piece is really relative to other advertisers. But then with landing page relevance and user experience, that's going to be more about uh, how – what that user experience is on your page, not necessarily relative to anybody else. Um, and then the same thing with uh, the landing page relevance. It's, is this, does this meet the threshold of relevance for what we have defined within the system to be good enough to show? Okay. Now, now to, to clarify as well, your quality score that you display to users is for recommendations. It's not what you actually use in the auction, correct? 
Yeah, great point. Yeah, so absolutely correct. Uh, it's not like we take the nine, ten, or two, or one, and uh, we put that into, let's say, we take your bid and we multiply it by quality score, and then there's your rank. It doesn't work like that. Um, we are just trying to surface and give you ways to prioritize things. So if you have a ten out of ten, you know, guess what? Like you have, you can't do any, your landing page is absolutely the your landing page is great, but your click through rate is like best in class. That's what ten means. Uh, so that means when you're looking at how do I improve my account? Well, hey, you know, your ad copy isn't really going to. Uh, benefit you that much and, and maybe not your landing page as well. So focus on things like bids or expanding your targeting. Okay, so in, in Google, though, I know there's a, a direct relationship between quality score and ad rank, right? That if my quality score goes up, my CBCs will go down, my position goes up. And because they use, I mean, not that number, but they use something similar, right, in, in, in their ad rank. Now, obviously, you have to use something in the system too. So if my quality score and bing goes up, will I, I see my CPCs go down or my position go up since it's not the same number used? Is it correlate to what you actually use? It, it does correlate closely uh, with. Uh, you know, it's not causal like we were just talking about, but it, it does correlate. But I think one of the really interesting things is when when you look at quality score, we talked about these three different components of keyword relevance, landing page relevance, and experience, user experience. That it's a the overall quality score, the number nine, ten, you know, one, two, three, four, one through ten. It's a composite score, uh, and so we take all three of your your the three of those sub scores, we put it together, and we say, hey, did you? Are you kicking butt in, in um, key relevance? Fantastic. But then maybe you failed on some landing page relevance issues, uh, where you have some uh, you have an, you have some things you could fix there. Well, you know, you your score might go down to a five, even though you have the absolute best in class click through rate. And that's not that that difference in landing page relevance isn't going to necessarily increase your CPC that much. But where it's going to hurt you is you might not be showing for keywords that you could be showing too. So you use landing page relevance to determine how to expand, say, broad match words or, or if you can show for a phrase match word or did I read that wrong? Well, we, what we use it for is we – it's also another kind of benchmark of, of where you're at. We look at all the different – so for any given keyword, if it's an exact match, um, let's pretend it's the old school exact match, not necessarily cl close variance. There's like, like one word that you could show up for. Yep. Uh, but then if you move to phrase, there might be a couple hundred that you can show up for as far as combinations. And then you move to broad match or broad match modified, and then you're talking about potentially thousands or tens of thousands of, uh, of search queries that you could show up for for any given keyword. And so what we're looking at is how relevant you are to all of the potential matches that you could have. Uh, and we're looking at that and saying, hey, this is, uh, this, this is telling you – for all the search queries for a keyword that you could match to, you're, you're doing well or um, you, you could show up on all these pages or actually there's a bunch of them you can't show up on. Okay. No, that's fair. Now, okay, one last question and then we'll move on from quality score. Do you use ad extension data to factor into ad ranks or no? <laughs> Dang it. I knew you were going to ask this question, actually. I had an email out to somebody. Uh, I can't. <laughs> I get, we, got, we maybe have to cut this part. <laughs> okay. okay. Uh, I'm not sure. <laughs> that one, that one, uh, and so, you know, Brad, uh, uh, the off-air answer is I don't think we, we, we do a little bit, but not as much. I know Google made that change last year, um, but I don't think we do, actually, fully. 
Okay, so we'll just cut that part out. <laughs> we'll cut that part out. <laughs> I literally had an email out because I know that we do a little bit, but it's not as full a baked-in component as everything else. That's why that's why add site extensions. Site extensions is huge. If you can show, you get the benefit. All right, so that that's great information on quality score. So let's do this. Let's take a break for our sponsors. And we're going to come back and talk about mobile. Um, as John mentioned in, in our last episode, Bing has a crazy, crazy mobile growth rate year over year, at least from last year to this year. So we're going to get into top mobile devices and how Bing works on them. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. Johnson, what's this mantis I keep hearing about? Do we need to call an exterminator? No, sir. Moby Mantis is our new SMS marketing tool. SM what? SMS. Text messaging. Moby Mantis lets us communicate directly with our customers in real time. We can send promos, coupons. It even lets our customers market for us by sharing offers with their friends online. It's been great for business. Hmm. Sounds expensive. Actually, I sign us up for an extended free trial. It hasn't cost us a dime. Good work, Johnson. I guess the only thing we'll be exterminating is the competition. To get your free extended trial of Moby Mantis, text RADIO to 21691. That's RADIO to 21691 for Moby Whether you are an online business or domain name investor, you need access to the best names. With over 270 million domains already registered, finding the right names at the best price requires a great wingman. Namejet.com puts you in the pilot seat by giving you fast and unparalleled access to some of the best premium and expired domain names on earth. As the number one domain name auction platform, Namejet.com is the best place to find domains for your business or investments. So light the afterburners to the domain name aftermarket and fly over to Namejet.com at mock speed to get great domains today. Namejet.com. Building better search engine rankings takes the right formula. Tracking those rankings is super simple. All you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Authority Labs uses automated daily rank tracking tools to monitor your site's performance or leverage their API to build your own tools. No matter what animal-labeled algorithms affect your ranking, you should be using Authority Labs. Unlimited users for no additional cost and white labeling can help keep your clients updated and save countless hours of creating reports. Whether you're running sites with just a few or millions of keywords, what you need is AuthorityLabs.com. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org, only on WebmasterRadio.fm. And so we're back talking with, with John from Microsoft. And so Bing ads and mobile devices, you guys had, I believe you said, 170% year-over-year growth. So what's, what's Bing's overall thoughts on, on devices and mobile targeting? Well, you know, I think there's a couple of things. When you look at the strategy of how we're approaching mobile, uh, it's really important. We want to we want to be the best partner uh, and and figure out. We know that um, when people search, they don't really search; they're googling. Uh, and when they're binging, 
they, you know, they're binging, but hey, they don't necessarily always think of, uh, of us uh, actively. But one of the things we know that we're seeing success is when people use us on search, they actually really enjoy the search results. It's what the Bing on, Bing on Challenge is all about. But the whole reason I'm bringing this up is we're actually partnering, empowering a lot of experiences on the web. So we're trying to bring Bing to where the users are. So an example of that would be uh, we power the web search on Siri. Um, and so we know that when people are doing searches, hey, you know, they're doing tons of them on Siri. We can be a connection point there. And when you look at the data, actually 70% of our searches come from iOS. And so that's a, that's a big portion. But that's on the high level, that's what we're looking to do. We're looking to take Bing and partner with people and bring the, the technology we have and make whatever products they have better. And we know that there will be opportunities for marketers uh, down the road. So let's let's expand on this, right? So so before the show we were talking about um Cortana. Right? That's did I pronounce that right? Oh yeah. Perfect. I just want to make sure, right? <laughs> sometimes there's extra like of all the all the web words, sometimes it's hard to pronounce everything. So so can you explain to us what that is and, and, and kind of how that fits into Bing too? Yeah, uh, so Cortana is uh, basically a, a personal assistant and right now it's on. I mean, you can go and check out YouTube videos and just see demos. There's a, a lot of uh, a lot of videos of it out there. Uh, but if you have it, it's if you have a Windows phone, it's like Google Now. And so, if you look at Siri and what Siri is really good at is uh, answering a few questions for you and, and maybe setting some reminders. And, and Cortana has a lot of that. Um, but it also has this predictive uh, element to it because we know that you're going to a meeting and we can see in that meeting invite that it's you know 10 miles away from your current location. We can look at when that meeting is going to happen and check traffic and tell you give your instead of giving you a reminder 15 minutes, we can give you a reminder uh, 30 minutes and say, hey, you know, Brad, you need to leave a little early to make your meeting in uh, I was going to say in Chicago, um, but uh, because uh, of all the traffic. And so this, there's this extra intelligence that's going on behind the scenes um, to help out. There's weather or, let's say, if your flight's delayed. So very similar to Google, what's happening in Google now, Cortana is doing that intelligence uh, layer using the, all, the, all the great material or all the back end we've had to build for Bing. Okay, so you said that this is going to be integrated either into more products or, or where Cortana is going is kind of where your mobile is going. Can you explain what that really means then? Yeah, so there's there's two elements of this. Uh, we're taking Bing and we're partnering with folks like uh, – like or huge companies like Apple uh, and powering web search, uh, which is which is a great experience. But then for Cortana, what we know is, well, maybe for a desktop uh, PC, there's an opportunity to uh, bring Cortana and find a way for people to engage either voice or just intelligently by it reading your meet, your meetings and email or not your meeting times and, and providing suggestions on that. And so we think that when you look at things like the desktop or maybe other devices or other scenarios that uh, Cortana and having a digital personal assistant could be a really great point. And what happens is that people start to ask questions. And, and really when you break down what happens in a search engine, it's just asking Google or Bing a question or Yahoo a question and have it answered. Uh, and so that digital assistant in Cortana could be a big part of that. And so that's where we see uh, some – when we look at the future, we look a few, dear, few years down the road. That's where it's really exciting, uh, and that's where we think we can have a lot of growth. 
So is that related to conversational search where I can say like, who is Taylor Swift? And then I get an answer. Then I say like, what's the most popular album? And I don't give the context of that question. It's inherited from the previous question. Is that part of this whole technology too? Yes, it is. Um, and, and so that, that element of it, really what's happening is we're adding this layer on top of a search engine and, and much more intelligence too, but you're adding a layer on top of a search engine that makes uh, that th your searches turn into conversations versus this kind of hacked together, you know, couple of keywords in, in a search box. So I'm going to go completely off the topic I share with you, which of course I always do. And, and ask you something else. Right? So right now we buy keywords, but in a conversational search, right? if I say, you know, who's Taylor Swift, what's the most popular album? Now, theoretically, the answer to that should be the keywords that pop up right, where the ads are related to. Because as an advertiser, I wouldn't buy the word popular album. That's a terrible keyword term. How does this affect – how we trigger search-based ads in the future, or is that something still to be determined? Well, you know, a, a couple things. One is uh, the first piece is with Cortana. Um, the, the how you interact. If you ask that um, question, you know, what's Taylor Swift's more? Well, you know, what's Taylor Swift's most popular al album? You didn't actually ask the Taylor Swift part. You remembered it from the the question before. Uh, the answer may not be a search result that is monitored with ads or, you know, or there's opportunities for marketers to participate right away. Uh, and so we're going to be very slow around and, and cautious uh, around how we make sure we bring in uh, the right opportunities for marketers, but also protect that experience for the people using Cortana, or you can think of Google now in the same way. And so we're going to be very cautious there. Um, you know, I, I think, though, when you look at how it's changing for conversational search and, and what's happening. Yeah, I think keywords is, is still a really great way to engage, but ultimately um, there, there are going to be a number of other signals you have from a mobile device that come from A, where a user is, uh, B, uh, what time, you know, kind of what time it is um, in that context or, or, you know, C, like what we know about them socially. And so when you can combine those three things, you can get some really interesting uh, pieces. You, we talked about how Black Friday is coming up. Well, you can imagine that if somebody is in a mall parking lot at 3 a.m. in the morning just um, asking for any questions or maybe searching Facebook, well, that's, that's a much different ad opportunity than if they're sitting at work at 5 p.m. Uh, that's very fair, very fair. So before we, we go to commercial here, which ends a couple minutes, um, on mobile, you have device modifiers as well. Um, what's your a device modifier range for mobile? So breaking that down, um, the tablet and the mobile devices uh, for tablet, it's negative twenty percent to positive three hundred percent, and then it's negative uh, one hundred percent for mobile and up to three hundred percent for uh, for mobile as well. For people who want to do mobile-only advertising, I, I know this is a contentious issue right now in, in paid search. Is there a good way if I just want to be on mobile devices, or do I really am I opted into desktops by default? So right now, um, well, you, we are moving in line with Google's enhanced campaigns, uh, and it's definitely been a heated. Uh, it's been a heated topic, Brad. You've been there uh, in in a number of those discussions, and we've had 
actually just as many users say, hey, you know, thank you so much. Like we really just want you to keep it in line with Google. Um, as people say, hey, we want to make sure that we can tablet or we can target mobile devices separately. Uh, but in the new world and what's going to be happening is going to be that um, we're going to have the modifiers in line with what you have with Google. And so desktop and smartphone are going to be kind of uh, together in one campaign. Yep, yep. Okay, so let's do this. Let's take a break for our advertisers, and then we're going to come back and talk about some um, tracking changes going on with Bing that even if you're an existing Bing user, you, you need to know about. More Marketing Nirvana after we thank our sponsors. InternetMarketingNinjas.com is the online dojo of the highly trained and skilled Internet Marketing Ninjas. Disavow documents, reconsideration requests, Panda and Penguin penalties. Let our superior SEO ninjas confront all of your link-related issues. The Internet Marketing Ninjas are equipped to master any marketing exercise, content creation, authorship, link building, PPC, and more. Plus, build more buzz for your brand with our social media marketing strategy. Discover all that the Internet Marketing Ninjas can do for you. Visit the online dojo now at internetmarketingninjas.com. ShipStation helps online retailers ship orders faster. It's so easy to set up and use. ShipStation gives you tools to automatically import, manage, and ship your orders in the most cost-efficient way. Save money with the best USPS rates possible, as well as a free USPS account. ShipStation integrates with all the most popular e-commerce platforms and shipping carriers. Get shipping done no matter where you sell or how you ship. WebmasterRadio.fm listeners get an additional 30 days free after the free 30-day trial. Go to ShipStation.com slash WebmasterRadio now. Shipping Nirvana. Oh, yeah. My day is done. Time for happy hour. You're already done for the day? Yeah, because I use CertifiedKnowledge.org. Their PPC tools literally save me hours every day. How do you keep on top of all of Google's new features? Easy. With Certified Knowledge, their interactive learning modules keep me up to date. And if there's something I don't know, I can watch their video lessons without having to hunt around the Google help files. Great. I'm ready to expand my knowledge. Hi, I'm Brett Geddes. I'm the only leader officially supported by Google to teach the advanced track of the AdWords Seminars for Success. I personally recommend CertifiedKnowledge.org as your one-stop shop for all your PPC needs. Learn. Optimize. Connect. Be smart. Go to CertifiedKnowledge.org now. Injecting new life into your internet marketing. Welcome back to Marketing Nirvana, presented by CertifiedKnowledge.org. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. We are back talking with, with John from Microsoft. And, and so you have a new thing coming out or just came out, UET, Universal Event Tracking. Um, can you first explain just the, the conceptual level what this is? Yeah, you know, Universal Event Tracking is a mouthful uh, of, a, of a term, but really is it's, it's souped up uh, conversion tracking plus uh, let's say a, um, a Google Analytics, a watered down version of Google Analytics. And, and what we're really trying to do is to uh, help marketers create, track how people, and answer the question, you know, hey, what are people doing on my website? So I bought this ad uh, on search, they clicked on my website, 
Um, you know, how long did this stay? What pages did they view? How many pages did they view? Uh, and so what we've done is we've souped up our conversion tracking, and we call it universal event tracking, to be able to handle this. And there are a lot of benefits for, for it. Um, you can get bounce rates, uh, page visits, duration now for your PPC accounts as far as metrics go. So like that's a really big one. And then in the future, we hope to have uh, remarketing. We're moving that direction. So uh, options for you to be able to target different audiences. Uh, and this is going to be the fundamental piece that helps you figure out what those segments are. Okay, so from a, a tactical – not from tactical, from a must-do standpoint though. So – UET is going to be the conversion tracking going forward, and if someone used your conversion tracking um, just a like a six months ago, they set it up, and and they or they can still use that one, right? But if they use the very old tracking, it's going to stop working next year, right? In April 2015, the uh, any scripts uh, conversion tracking code set up before July will be um, um, decommissioned and they, they will, they'll stop working. Uh, and so if you've set things up uh, this summer, um, you'll still be able to see your, your script or your, the data come through. But what I would highly recommend is upgrading to the universal event tracking code because that's going to give you even more options than, let's say, what you could do in the summer. So now, um, that's oh, go ahead. Deal. So no, if we upgrade was... now, can we see bounce rates and pages per visit and stuff now, or is that going to come soon? No, you can actually see it now. It's going to be in the reports tab. Uh, actually, in, if you pull the keyword performance report, you'll actually be able to add in different performance statistics like bounce rates, durations, and page visits, number of page visits, um, average page visits. Can you see that by even like search query data? So uh, search query data, uh, no, um, but uh, down to the keyword uh, performance report, I believe, is uh, the lowest green. Okay, okay. I, same with Google, right? You've got to go to Google Analytics to see the search query data level. And for some reason, it's the engines don't want to give us the data at the query level, which I always find kind of interesting. Um, I, I think, you know, it, it's interesting, Brad. It, it's one element of it, and, and i got to triple check right now, but one element is it's less of a, we don't, it's not that we didn't want to give it to you. It's just to be able to track for any given keyword on a broad match, you might have uh, a thousand different yep. queries that it matches to. And so the uh, level of data that it would call, um, that it creates in, in management is, is really significant. Uh, not to say it's not possible. It's just uh, quite expensive to do so. So let me triple check, make sure that that's not the case because that could be, could be wrong. No, I, I, I get this, right? I mean, I, I do SaaS tools as well. I understand the, the data <laughs> thing. Just from a marketer standpoint, we bid by keywords, but we manage queries, and, yes. and so that's always kind of the, the thing to, to, to look at. So you – okay, so if someone's listening to us for a couple – wow, two, two full shows now, and either they want to start using Bing or they want to make it a little more efficient, you have some tools for this. Can you walk us through in, in just like a couple minutes' time the best Bing tools to use for managing Bing accounts? Absolutely. Um, gosh, you know, four pop to mind. Uh, the first one is going to be the import tool. Uh, and so if you sign up for Bing Ads account, there's going to be an import campaigns button. You can bring that in from, you bring in your accounts from AdWords. We try to keep it as the same as possible. Uh, and so that's a really big one, the import tool. 
then there are two other ones. One of my favorite ones that we just launched is called the Campaign Planner. And so it's planner.bingads.microsoft.com. Uh, but it, it's the Campaign Planner. And what it does is it gives you uh, an overall view of what's happening in uh, the Yahoo Bing network for the number of searches that we see for any given product, like uh, let's say auto insurance, you can see what's happening there. Or you can go down to a specific keyword like cheap auto insurance and figure out what the CPCs are, how much traffic is uh, by device, um, and what the trends are. And then what's really cool about it is that you can see the the percent of, uh, we call it competition, but it's really like an auction insights report, uh, which gives you for each domain, for the top people who are showing, like Geico, Progressive, Allstate, uh, how often that they're showing, more or less their share of voice, um, how often they're showing at the top of the page, and how often they're showing uh, on the sidebar. So all of that's there even before you get started for your account, so you can make smarter decisions. And then one of my favorite advanced tools is called the Bing Ads Intelligence Tool. Uh, and what that does, my favorite feature is the uh, – there's keyword suggestions, which is great. So check that out. But my favorite feature is going to be keyword performance. And you can break down four keywords on a smartphone by exact match. Uh, what is the number of clicks? CPCs, click-through rate by position 1, 2, 3, all the way through 10, uh, which gives you a really great idea of – what, what's the amount of volume for a keyword on any given position? If I'm position five, what, how many clicks should I be expecting? Um, or what is the CPC people are actually paying uh, on average versus what I'm, what I'm doing? And so that's like a, a souped-up tool on steroids. It plugs right into Excel. It's pretty awesome. Uh, so those are, those are really the, the biggest ones, import, campaign planner, um, and uh, Bing as intelligence, and, of course, uh, Bing as editor, um, which is uh, like the AdWords editor, very helpful for bulk changes. So just okay. So so just to clarify, if I want high level competitive data around a keyword or industry, I should use the planner tool. But if I want super detailed information on a keyword, I should use Bing Ads Intelligence. Is that correct? Correct. Excellent, excellent. So, hey, we're almost wrapped up here after two full shows. So do you have any final words of wisdom for someone um, getting started or even using Bing Ads right now? You know, play around. There, there are a few. There are a few features. You know, we didn't talk about uh, incremental bidding by age or gender, which is pretty cool. Uh, so you can do different things like that. But uh, you know, the fundamentals of search marketing apply for Bing Ads. So check that out. Definitely look into expanding keywords, doing negatives, and take advantage of site links because that's really going to help you out, or all extensions for ads because that's going to help you out and drive better performance in the long run. Excellent. So where can people find out more about Bing online? Go to bingads.com and, and check out our blog. Uh, you can, If you're an agency, go to bingads.com slash agency. And uh, if you have any questions for me, please reach out to me, uh, J-M-G-A-G-N-O-N on Twitter. Any questions, I'll answer them. Um, and you know, thank you guys for listening. Excellent, excellent. And we will put those links in our show notes as well. Hey, John, thanks, thanks a lot. Again, this has been fantastic. Brad, I had a blast. Thanks for having me. Excellent. And thank you, listeners, for joining us for another episode of Mark Nirvana. As a reminder, show notes and other information about our guests can be found on certifiedknowledge.org. New episodes can be found on Mondays at noon Eastern, 9 a.m. Pacific. You can find the archives or past episodes at webmasterradio.fm. 
Stitcher, iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Play, and pretty much everywhere you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. This has been a presentation of WebmasterRadio.fm, the world's largest business-to-business radio and podcast network. We welcome you to sample past episodes of this program, as well as our complete library of programs, on demand or on the air via our 24-7 live audio stream at www.WebmasterRadio.fm. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of WebmasterRadio.fm's management or sponsors. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without authorized consent of WebmasterRadio.fm is prohibited.